Another edition of Riding Home here on Dog Post. Matt, a very cold day today in North Atlanta with the Under Armour uh, camp. Why don't you tell me what stuck out, uh, and we'll go from there. Yeah, it was cold. It was windy, but uh, still lots of really good players today at the Under Armour camp at Roswell High School. Uh, the first guy that stood out was uh, Georgia's wide receiver commit, Justin Robinson. He is a legit 6'4", long, athletic kid. Um, I definitely think the the weather affected the receiver group a little bit, which was the most talented group there. Um, I don't know if it was just a little too early or if it was too cold, but they all had a few balls slip through their hands, which um, it's not terrible to see at a camp like this. But he definitely looks the part physically. Once he got into the drills and one-on-ones, he really shined. Um Again, legit 6'4", a guy who can really help Georgia in the red zone on the outside. He's got a lot of length to him. So um, he really stood out. Brock Vandegriff, another 2021 quarterback. He was there again. Um, how, how, was, how was he? Brock was fine. Brock was fine. Um, probably the best guy who was there. The only guy I think Georgia's really targeting. But he was crisp. Um, again, windy day. So, you know, the, it wasn't a very clean session. Um with the quarterbacks and receivers, but kind of what we expected. But he's a really good player. C.J. Dixon from Grayson was there. Uh, Carlos Del Rio out of McEachern. But, you know, I was talking to some other guys. Georgia specifically is recruiting so much nationally that it's tough to see a ton of these Georgia targets at these camps where in the past it was full of Georgia targets and commitments. Um, You know, we spoke last week about the opening. There was a lot of talent there, but when you're covering Georgia – there's no one really, you know, there's only a handful of guys there that, you know, I really need to talk to and speak with. And today was no different. Nazir Sackhouse, the Georgia commit, was there. We'll see if he ends up in this class down the road or not. He's taking his visits and still being recruited by a lot of schools, Tennessee, South Carolina, Auburn, schools like that. But it was a, it was a solid group today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you laid out a few guys. I mean, Robinson was there. Stackhouse was there. Vandergriff was there. Uh, uh, the running Cody back Brown. I was just yeah. Say. I do want to say Cody Brown is really good. Twenty twenty one running back at a park view, and I think Georgia could absolutely stay in state for both running backs in twenty twenty one. You know, for a lot of people listening, this that's so far down the road. But you know, at the running back position specifically, Georgia goes across the country as well as anyone. But in the twenty twenty one class, uh, you know, they could definitely. You know, set their eyes on Phil Moffa out of Grayson and Cody Brown out of Parkview, and it would be an A-plus class. Those guys are really, really good running backs. Both are going to be high four-star, possibly low five-star guys. But Cody Brown is a guy that I am all in on. He was really good today. He was at Georgia's practice yesterday. And if Georgia pushes for him, which they should, his film is outstanding. He's a really good running back. Um, I think Georgia is going to be tough to beat there. So, uh, But it's really tough to see these running backs in a camp setting like this, but yeah. those two guys are definitely two to know. And then um, Evan Pryor, a 2021 running back from North Carolina, told me that um, he was at Georgia's practice yesterday too. That's going to be a Georgia-Penn State battle. He's pretty good, but you know Georgia definitely has a lot of options out there in 2020 and 2021 at the running back position. Well, you know, I've been con- – I've been accused of talking over you. I, I think you are you have much to say today. You've been very long-winded, Matt. Uh, let me point this out. Of the five guys on scholarship for the 2019 season for Georgia, one of them is from Georgia, So, and that's Brian Harry and the senior. So 
this has been a position for year running years running back where Georgia just goes and gets the best kid they can possibly get throughout the country. Whether you're talking about Todd Gurley, Keith Marshall, Nershawn Marino, uh, you know, yeah, you'll take Craig Lumpkin and Thomas Brown, and 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 certainly will take uh, Caleb King. But right now, um, it's there's been plenty of national about this, and and just to get inside the weeds here, just a little bit of having having covered recruiting for, for 19 years, uh, th- this camp doesn't sound really that bad in terms of Georgia targets. I mean, i, I, I got to say, there have I've been through many a camp where there's just not many at all. Um, what's going to be interesting here over time is uh, with their national perspective on recruiting and I can't say there's a lot of programs that do this, and the two that that seem to do it more than anyone else are Georgia and Alabama, maybe Ohio State and Clemson, and perhaps Texas. But generally speaking, it's Alabama and Georgia that will pursue kids away from their home state, even though they have pretty good home states. You've got about 20 more kids or so, maybe a little bit fewer than that, in this 2020 class. Georgia is so balanced, uh, Matt, across the board with linebackers, DBs, defensive line. Yes, they need a quarterback or two. They've got Beck. But the reason why they can recruit nationally is what happened in 2016. In 2016, Kirby and them set things. They 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 essentially recruited to every single roster deficit that they had if they were missing guys they took guys at that position but not the normal clown show of taking guys they did they didn't just take guys they really went out and got some really good players where you were talking about Jacob Eason who was out west or you know whoever there's there's not that many of those guys left in this class but Rochester Carter Clark uh guys like that were in that 16 class Terry Godwin but um I'm getting some of these classes confused. I think I'm looking at things it, here, but but Miko was 2016. Oh yeah, Miko was 2015, right? Excuse me, Miko. So some of those guys. I'm, 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 my point is, though, at the end of the day, with the first class and particularly with 17, that class they did such a good job setting everything to where they only needed to sign one running back, and they could go get the best running back, and that was Swift, or they could concentrate their firepower on Zamir after they. Uh, on Zamir first and then go get James Cook. They have done an outstanding job of identifying their deficits and addressing them with national assets. And I just, Nicobe Dean, uh, Tyreek Stevenson, uh, Sign from Texas, uh, Pickens from Alabama, Webb from Alabama. There's just a lot of guys and a developmental guy like um, Xavier Truss even. They have done a heck of a job addressing through national recruiting. Uh, and, and now I'll end my monologue by saying, where do they go in these last 15 spots? Because there's no real hole. You do need to sign a quarterback, and they've got one on, you know, and they, probably a running back or two in this class. Outside of that, they're pretty balanced, Matt. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a smaller class compared to the last few. But definitely have to get two running backs. Uh, I think they'll load up on the offensive line. There's guys like Chris Morris, Cedric Van Prime. Those guys were 
on campus yesterday or this weekend. Yeah, it was yesterday. Broderick Jones, a guy committed, Tate Radledge, yeah. uh, Paris Johnson. So they can load up on the offensive line. They'll get two running backs. They've got their quarterback tight end. Uh, I mean, I still well, think they Georgia's address, in They address yeah. tight end. Yeah. Yeah, Eric Gilbert's a guy who I think they still lead for. Then you've got Darnell Washington out of Las Vegas, who they are pushing really hard for. So Todd Hartley's trying to get not the best tight end, but the top two tight ends in the country, and that says a lot. Well, and it, when you balance your efforts and you don't have to go after um, three running backs in one class, you can put all your firepower for the best guys. I mean, the people behind the scenes thought they were behind with Pickens, but at the end of the day, they weren't totally stunned if you talk to them after the fact because they kept recruiting him. Because they yeah. could. Because they could. I mean, that Jaden went to Oklahoma happened. But they had they only focused on a few guys. Blaylock was one of them. And then Pickens and obviously had Tongue as well. But those Blaylock and Tongue were already in the boat. Um, but that that's what days like today are like. You know, is, is, you know, today Georgia guys weren't out there. But in three weeks, they will have the ability to host all these kids uh, basically exclusively. There's just not going to be... There's there's no major programs who are uh, who are hosting that week. And yeah, so, I think so Georgia, guys, Georgia can do whatever they want, kind of. Yeah, I think they will get yeah, Keely Ringo coming into town. I think Mikel Sherman is going to be in town. Lots of 2021 guys, lots of in-state players that Georgia might not even be recruiting that hard, or who are going to just want to be there and experience it. So there, it's going to be a very large group. They're taking advantage in a way that I think that Clemson has only now started to. They're taking in a way in re- they're taking advantage in recruiting what they've done with their marketing along the way. What I mean by that is Georgia was the number three most watched television team this past year. Whoever plays in the national championship game is always the most watched because they get 30 million viewers or 27 million viewers that no one else does. We haven't seen Clemson with a top. 10 class, top 5 class yet lately. Well, they might this year, so they're really turning that on. Georgia has taken advantage of their situation by playing these big national games, Georgia-Auburn, Georgia-Florida, SEC Championship games, Sugar Bowl, playoff games, Rose Bowl, LSU-Georgia, all these games, South Carolina-Georgia, any national television game is, a, is the ability to market your team, your program, your, your, you know, your school. And they have done a heck of a job of taking what they've got, which is a top five brand in college football, and recruiting nationally, they didn't do that before, and and now they are. And you, I think I think over time you're going to see that that will really make a difference. Definitely, and I think this summer's where you'll see Georgia really try to narrow down on who they want to end in this class because again, it's going to be a small one. And they're going to go after the best of the best. They're going to continue to do that the entire way and still finish with one of the top classes in the country, even though it's a little on the small side. But the guys who visit this summer, for sure, especially at their big recruiting weekend at the end of July, that's when you'll see you know, who the staff is really targeting. They'll get some commitments this summer. Um, not sure when the next commitment will be, but a lot of the times, like it has the past few years, it kicks off kind of in that May, June area and then goes through the summer. And then there's kind of a, a dead period with, you know, uh, fall football starting, but 
we'll see. It's it, Georgia's in a really good spot right now. They're not even re- pursuing or recruiting a lot of really good in-state players around here. And you know, when you go to a camp full of kids from Georgia, um, you hear a lot of that type of stuff. But it was a good camp overall. Again, Azir Stackhouse was there. Didn't get to see a ton of him. But lots of young guys, Jaden Thomas, wide receiver who changed to Terrence Edwards out of Pace Academy. Again, I've talked highly about him for a while. George has offered him. He could be in this 21 class. Uh, Jacquez Smith, a guy we've known about for a few years now. He's over at Hapeville. He could be in this class. So you might see Georgia go in-state a little bit more in 2021 than they have the past two years. And they proved that in 2016, 2017. They can lock up the state of Georgia when they want to. The past two years, though, they've gone more and more across the country, probably do that more in 20. But I do think 2021, you might see Georgia go a little more in-state. We'll see. When you can add Clay Webb, N'Kobe Dean, um, Pickens, those kind of players are typically, and maybe even Nolan Smith, Three, all four of those guys are at Georgia now, and they're obviously they're there because of recruiting. They were major underdogs, I would say, for Pickens and Webb. If you just if you just look at if you're just you know putting numbers on it, betting numbers, they would not be favorites for 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 three of those four guys. They got a, they got all four, so that just speaks to their position. The question is, when will it all come into um, full focus uh, and be tack sharp for these these dogs, which means uh, going and winning the national championship? And uh, nonetheless, we will have it covered for you, whether they're playing in the national championship game or a or a college football playoff game, which they've been doing one of the two here lately over at Dog Post. I would encourage you to go visit, uh, try out Dog Post. It's a dollar for a month. And uh, we will be back in touch with you. We've got a What We Are Hearing coming out tonight. Um, and uh, that's something that um, Sunday night, you could be listening to this on Monday morning, but it will still be out. And Matt, uh, any sprinkle of What We Are Hearing news, what are you going to send me? Maybe give the audience just a, a flavor for a second here, and then we'll get off the phone. Oh, man, I was really going to try to figure all that out no, after he's this. not prepared. No, I, I don't think George is getting a commitment anytime soon i think if they do get a commitment soon it could be leneth whitehead the inside linebacker from uh the athens area he's the guy i'm keeping my eye on who might pop and commit sooner than later probably before the summer but i am not hearing a ton of breaking commitment news anytime soon i definitely will have something for you uh but it's nothing groundbreaking right now <laughs> go over to dog post try the side out one dollar for a month we've got a spring special um uh, Thanks for listening to us. We had uh, quite a few thousand people listening to us this past uh, audience, uh, Matt, that, through iTunes, iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Instagram. So we appreciate everybody listening. Uh, go over to dogpost.com, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T.com right now.